There's a classic story about the publisher of the New York Post asking the president of Bloomingdale's why the retailer didn't advertise in the popular tabloid newspaper. Because, the Bloomingdale's president said, your readers are my shoplifters. That's the same sense you can get walking into a New York art gallery, that you're the shoplifter in a high-end shop. And the person giving you that sense is usually one of the vast army of front desk gallerinas, variously described as formidably icy girl Fridays and pretentious creatures in ridiculous clothes who are very rude. But it's often worth weathering the scorn of the gallerinas to see the exhibits at Manhattan art galleries, which can be both eye-opening and thought-provoking. That was especially true of the recent exhibition Picasso, Brock, and Early Film in Cubism mounted by the Pace Wildenstein Gallery, a show one reviewer called dense, a bit startling, totally audacious, and possibly seminal. The exhibition brought together more than 40 works by the twin fathers of Cubist art, Pablo Picasso and George Brock, along with numerous clips from the earliest French films, many of which featured a dizzying mix of trick cinematography and madcap special effects. Those visual characteristics are also the essence of Cubism's fractured, show-all-the-sides-at-once images, as Pace Wildenstein founder Arnie Glimpshire told PBS's Charlie Rose. These paintings have uh, a simultaneity of multiple viewpoints, almost like you would cut and edit film. So the idea is that a figure is in a chair and you see this aspect of it, that aspect of it, it keeps moving. And my contention has always been that Picasso and Brock and in Cubism were actually in competition with cinema. How could they make their pictures move? And move they do, as in Picasso's 1910 female nude, in which a New York Times piece noted, a film projector's crank handle doubled as a woman's nose, while her head and body echoed elements of the machine lens and the film collecting box and legs. As the curator of the Pace Wildenstein exhibit said, Picasso seems to have decided that she could be not just the operator, but the camera projector as well. That's emblematic of early cinema's influence on the Cubist, Glimpshire said on The Charlie Rose Show. What we're saying in this exhibition and in this thesis is that they are not painting the movies. It's they are working under the influence of the milieu. They're trying to capture what they They're saw and felt about the movies, and it's, which touched it's, them it's, about the movies. And it can even be subliminal. But you can't deny that this was an important moment in history. And an impressive moment in art gallery history, considering that nothing was for sale in Pace Wildenstein's exhibit, described by one critic as the most important gathering of classical Cubist pictures since the 1989 Picasso Brock blockbuster at New York's Museum of Modern Art. Of course, not every gallery in the big town is that ambitious or adventurous or audacious, but there's plenty going on every day that can open your eyes to the world of art, making any gallery-hopping expedition well worth the effort. Hey, you might even meet a gallerina you like. The one at Pace Wildenstein was quite lovely.